Hey everyone, welcome to my show, my so-called fabulous. I'm Tiffany Blackman. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I don't even know where to start, but I'm going to start with telling you I'm solo today. It's me all by myself in this little studio, and I'm going to talk to you about what's on my mind, and there's quite a bit on my mind, but I'm not going to take too much of your time today. But um, I want to start out by saying thank you for being here. I mean, I'm going to thank you and thank you, but thank you for being here because let me tell you, people, it has been a year. We are closing out 2020 with this show on Jan, oh, excuse me, December 29th of 2020, and we're closing off a year. Geesh, what a hell of a year. Can we even believe where we've been, the roller coaster ride, and the surprises of 2020? You know, history is basically the study of surprises. Have you thought about that? I mean, it's really crazy. I mean, sit and think about that. History. All right, I'm thinking about history classes, and I wasn't a big history person at all until I lived it, but I wasn't a history person until, again, I started living it. But think about it. The history of COVID, the, it's a surprise. Hey, surprise, it's January. Guess what's going on? There's a virus, and it's coming to you. And we were like, nah, it's not going to happen to us. It's not. What a chaotic time. What a chaotic year with Oh my goodness, just just so much uncertainty, um, illness, loss of lives, loss of jobs. There's a lot of hope. The racial situations that we have going on that we've got to rectify. The virus, will it go away? I'm not a healthcare prof- professional. Um, I think, I okay, I, was, I heard on the news was it yesterday? No, no, no. Okay, so I'm recording this two weeks out. But yesterday I heard on the news that we're getting the vaccine. And the question was, and I was trying to formulate the question in my mind. And the anchor actually said this. Is this the beginning of the end? Is that the most fabulous thing you've ever heard this year? Is the vaccine the beginning of the year? Now, I'm not sure what you think about the vaccine, and I'm really not going to go into that. Again, not a healthcare professional. But it's just an interesting because that one phrase that Lester Holt said on the NBC Nightly News gave me so much hope because maybe it is the beginning of the end for COVID. Now, racial injustice and um, what everything else is going on in the world. No, that's, it's not that I hope we're getting to the end, but I think we've got a lot of work to do. I think that's the best way to do it. So what a difficult and oh, so fabulous year to start a podcast. So let's rewind to January 13th of 2020 when we launched our first podcast. And um, this is number 52 that you're listening to. And I was asking Paul just a minute ago, my producer, which he's going to chime in here in a bit. But um, okay, which one is this? Which is it's 52, 52. Okay. All right. The weeks of the year. All right. Great. We're at the end. So let me explain to you, and again, thank you, because starting this this year has been, um, you know, you just don't know with, when you're starting a company. My husband started a company. This is my first one. But you just don't know. My goodness, you're going, okay, budget. Uh, people going to like it. Um, can I do this? I'm going to do this. Will my team survive? 
technology. Can I, can I work the technology? It takes a village, but you know what we didn't think about was we would be shut down for weeks. We didn't think about all that. And the number of fabulous guests, thank you all, all of you, there's not 52, there's actually more than that because I had more of you uh, multiple times on each episode, but throughout this time, we just didn't realize that we would be shut down. And I, I have to say, my team, Paul and I, we, we worked very close and we kind of made a, a promise and not a handshake to each other, but we made a promise that we weren't going to let this get us behind. Now, we have to bust it. And did we have to do unusual and unique ways to record this podcast? Because I'm not in my home. I'm not in my home at all. And um, a couple of times we had to do that because we, guess what? We're shut down. Um so it's, it's just been a challenging time and, but we delivered 52 podcasts to you each Tuesday, podcast Tuesday, we came to you, however you listen, however you observe, maybe on YouTube, maybe in your car. I heard someone told me they actually got in their car and I do like to listen in my car. I'm not one that puts the earbuds in and goes to the gym. Um, and we've asked you all how you listen, but I, it's, how do we do this? I, I don't know, but I can't tell you how proud we are to start 2021 because each week we would have guests in some form of form. And, and when we were shut down, I couldn't have guests obviously, but each week and starting in mid-March, we were dealing with the COVID situation. And I do remember, do you all remember? And we've had this conversation with guests on the show. Do you remember where you were September 11th, 2001? I know exactly where I was. Do you remember where you were when it hit you that things are about to change? And I've told you the story on the show before about being in Cabo with my daughter and her girlfriends, spring break of this year. And I looked at the TV and the girls so excited they'd have one more week off for spring break, one more week in March 8th, on March 8th. Um, and looking at the girls and saying, there's no way TCU will shut down. Mark my word. Well, was I wrong? And it's not the first time I'm wrong, nor the last. But look, in, I mean, people, restaurants, churches, I mean, our places of worship. I mean, thank goodness grocery stores were essential. And we do have the essentials. But, I mean, just the changes in the world, unbelievable. Some of my guests, I had to ask them, and I do remember Paul and I both going, okay, this is the last week. We're not going to talk about this anymore. We were, we really did think, okay, this is it. We're not going to mention it this show because that's too negative. We're not going to do this. But time after time, we got a good dose of our cough medicine each and every single week with this is, this is, this is reality and this is how we're going to deal with it. So we're going to deal with it by talking to our guests and talking about what we see and feel and how our family feels. So the questions we would ask them, okay, COVID, I remember going, are you scared? Well, you know, now that we've lost so many lives, we're a little scared, right? We're a lot scared. Working from home. Are you working from home? Did you lose your job? Did you start a company? Um, how has this affected you? Are your kids virtual or are they online? I mean, What's going on with the kids still to this day? Now we have schools in session, 
and kids are going home to quarantine. I was talking to uh, Paul's fiance, Kate, the other night in the school systems. She is juggling a computer screen and juggling within class at the same time. God bless the teachers. That's all I can say. God bless the teachers. And, and I'm not putting any of these people in any particular order. Holidays without families. How's that going? On Zoom? Did you ever think that would happen? Holidays and Zoom. Kids stress. Managing my 21-year-old in her stress. My grandchildren in their stress from afar. The mental stress. Our brains are tired. Our brains are exhausted. And it's a true fact that brains can indeed get more exhausted and get tired. It's a fact. The future planning with no sense of what's coming. How do you plan your future? The chefs that walked in here, the restaurant owners that walked in our studio and talked about the razor-thin margins that they're running their business on. Razor-thin. Where a napkin and a straw makes a difference, people. Razor-thin. Paying their employees, not paying themselves. One egg, what that does to a budget. They break an egg, it's a budget. And finally, the vaccines. I'm not going to tell you if I'm taking it or not because I don't know. I have no clue what I'm doing. My husband says 1,000% he will be in line as soon as he can get it. Me, not so sure because if you know me, you know that's I'm that research person. I have to really wait. But guess what? I'm a healthy woman. I don't deserve to get the first round at all. A shout out to those teachers, administrators, the staff that keep showing up every single day for our children, whether they're online or in person. Difficult times and the changing of times. Bless you all. The healthcare workers, the essential workers, the lives on top of lives that are affected by COVID. God bless you. I mean, you're the one walking in your, the doctor's your office and treating those that we could possibly have it. While some of us are staying home and some of us are still running our lives and some of us are still working our careers the best way we can and as safely as we can. Following the CDC requirements, I mean, we've talked about that many times, many, many times. And if you're doing it and if you're careful, that's what's important. And in doing what's right for you and your family. I've listened to a lot of people that judge. Um, I think that's life. I, I think that's life. Have I ever judged? You better betcha. But I think it's life just to look across and, and observe. But, you know, what is good for your family and your little community? In this global pandemic, we're tired we're weary and we're exhausted. And, you know, when I was writing this podcast, I was thinking, why are you so tired? You've been sitting at home for, you know, you go to work here and there, but you've been sitting at home, you know, often in your pajamas. Hey, P.S. people, I don't look like I do on my Instagram every day. <laughs> I shoot photography once a month and we had to put that to a halt during our shutdown, but I shoot and I don't look like that every single day, I promise you. But some days I'm just in my workout 
Lululemon all day or my Target jammies. And, you know, I was thinking, why are you saying you're exhausted? It's because we are constantly thinking about what is next. We're constantly thinking through this. And again, not a healthcare professional, but I'm a human. Again, a human. And I'm just thinking, is everybody else thinking what this is? And if I, if I talked through this with people, yes, of course it is. So how are you coping with it? So if you go back to my series was around October, there was a series of four with Stacey Danford um, with the Grateful Brain. Um, she's a neuroscientist and I adore her. She is brilliant. Got to get her back on the show. But we did a series of four, how to have a fabulous relationship. Um, and we talked about many things, but in each and every episode, she talked about um, she talked about a coping mechanism and how many times I've used it. I actually used it Monday night after I recorded or Tuesday night after I recorded my podcast because uh, I shut my computer too hard and the screen it's gone. He went to California for a little break. So I don't have a computer right now, but a coping mechanism for all of us. And I'm going to reiterate this and write it down. If you have a piece of paper or try to, you know, rewind and you can go back 30 seconds and check this, but stop is stop. Okay. So STOP, you want to do number one, stop. Stacy says, say your name, Tiffany, say your name, T, take a deep breath. So that's that already. Remember your mom saying, take a deep breath? That's, that's what Stacy reminded us of. Oh, observe. Take a look around. Observe what's going on. Okay, my computer just died. I am panicking. I need to take another deep breath. Okay, I'm observing. I'm looking. <laughs> it's still broken. I keep trying to hit it. And it won't work again. But observe. And then P perspective. Put everything in perspective here. Is this the end of the world? End of the world? I have a backup dinosaur computer, not my husband. <laughs> Greg, you can't hear that. I'm the dinosaur. Put it in perspective. So this isn't the end of the world. It can get fixed. Apple has reopened. It's going to be okay. I do have people that can help me out. My daughter has one right next to me, a computer. So that's a coping mechanism. How are we coping with this? And I think, you know, if you think back to uh, the shutdown, and I think we had to get, there was three of us and a fur baby in our home, and I had to name it, and I had to go, guys, okay, seriously, the dishes in the sink have got to go, okay? This, this just cannot happen. Name it, hey, and again, put it in perspective. Is it really that bad? You know, I had to check in. And have a lot of reality checks. But did you guys do that too? I mean, when we were at home, did you just pick your partner, family apart? Because we were in a situation that was not comfortable. We were in a situation that was not normal for us. And I didn't know Stacey Danford at, during the time that we were shut down. And I have said the stop so many times. Because it's true. I have to stop. I have to stop um, worrying about, 
is my husband going to get the vaccine? Am I going to do this? Am I going to do that? Is my dad going to be affected? Uh, can or cannot go into X, Y, and Z? So yes, it, it's, it, it has been so helpful and I invite you to all use it. So I'm going to be very transparent with you here. And um, this has been difficult because, let me take a drink of water. Hold on. There we go. Okay. So I, we had COVID. We tested positive. And it's been a while. And um, with podcast and with work, we try very hard. We, Paul and I try very hard to record out enough. And we had, for the sake of the Lord, three ready to go because we needed to be off for three weeks. Um, so, you know, that was my big worry. I mean, Oh my gosh. But when I found out when I tested positive, so I'm going to give, fill you all in those that you have or have not been tested. Um, I was embarrassed. I was scared and I really wasn't scared for my own health other than the people that I had been around that week. And I was tested on a Thursday and I was scared, so scared of the people that I'd been around. I was worried for my husband. I'd worried for my daughter. My daughter had been tested sporadically. She's a student at TCU. She had, had negatives. And um, I tested at my doctor's office outside. They tested us outside, the rapid, and then she did the extended test. And I just thought, you know, it's allergies. <laughs> that was my big thing. But I had a temperature. So I got, I, before I could hit 35 to take myself back home, I got a phone call. And when that phone call hit, I knew, I just knew. And they said, your daughter's negative, but you're positive. And I just was like, what does this mean? I mean, I've heard what this means over and over and over again, but I was so scared and I started crying and I couldn't stop crying. And why was I crying? I was worried about the people in my life. I had events to, 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 I had things to do. I had, I wasn't finished. <laughs> I wasn't prepared. Um, and I had to make phone calls. I had to make about 15 phone calls. And that was the worst. I still get my heart patters with that because I was worried about people being sick, people being scared, people judging and all 18 people, oh my gosh, surrounded me emotionally from afar and 1,000% supported us. And if you're going, well, of course they do. But if you've had it, you may understand how I feel right now and what I'm saying. Because the feeling is un unbelievable because let me tell you, you don't want to get anyone else sick. You really, really don't. That's the main thing. And Paul and I have had this conversation because Paul was positive too. And, and before me, and, um, if Paul, what were your feelings? How did you find out? I can't even remember. I, I woke up <laughs> and about 10 AM I drank my coffee and it tasted kind of weird. And then this was a Saturday morning or Friday, Thursday or Friday, I think. Right. Because Brandon, my son, was sent home to quarantine because he was in contact with somebody that had COVID at school. 
and um, I my smell was just gone Mm-mm. at 10 a.m. It just that quick left 10 a.m. And then I started tasting and trying everything in the kitchen, trying to see if it was just me freaking out about nothing. And it wasn't. Went to one of those outside rapid test places where you sit in your car in line and they stab those Q-tips up your nose and into your brain. And, you know, about 45 minutes later, they call me and tell me I'm positive. It was very weird. You know, I think the no smell, no taste thing, is that, that's what got me more than anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because that was just such a weird feeling not to be able to smell or taste anything. Anything. I, know. I mean, nothing. Mm-hmm. Like I put my face into a Bath and Body Works candle and couldn't smell anything. That's and a true you test. Can't, that mm-hmm. is a true test. Right. You know, and I was more scared for my mom because I knew I couldn't see my mom. And because of it, since it was, it wasn't, it was in October, but it was still pretty close to Thanksgiving and Christmas. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, she probably won't want to come over because she's high risk. And so it was just a big old back and forth battle in my head, just trying to figure out, like, what do I do now? You know, I was freaked out. Definitely freaked out. It's a very just like you didn't. You, it feels like when it first happened, I didn't know anybody that had it. Right. And now I know everybody that has it. Oh, exactly. It's very weird how it's just come in waves and get, gotten closer and closer to home. It's surreal. It's so surreal. But did you feel like I felt when you had to call people or tell people that you're around? And, and it's so weird. I didn't see you for a couple of weeks. Remember, I said, I haven't seen you for a couple of weeks. And the irony, and I, you know, I if I'd have gotten it, I'd have gotten it. So right. it was surreal. But how did you how did you make those calls? What was the feel? Because you're like me, we're all good people, but. Right. I mean, honestly, I'm not around a lot of people. And even in the studio here, I'm a room apart from people. You are. I I usually stay pretty far away from people. But once my kiddo was sent home, I canceled a lot of my sessions just to see if I would get any symptoms. Yeah, quarantine, right? Right, I quarantined myself because they say to. Sure. And so luckily before that, it was kind of a week off of people were all caught up on their podcasts and their recordings. And Mm -hmm. so I honestly didn't have to call anybody except for, you know, just the people that I had to cancel for the next couple of weeks. And no one that I came in contact with was positive because... I was around people a week and a half before. So it just happened to work out right. to where my mom didn't get sick. The Oof. only people that got sick were my fiance. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure how we caught it was my son came home from school. It he's asymptomatic. Yeah. Right. You know, because he never had a symptom ever. Right. Nothing. No allergy. No nothing. Nothing. And he he sailed through. He and sailed he right through. he is 14. He's 14. Yeah. So 14 and and. You're in your 30s. Yeah. I'm in my 50s. So different. It's And it's it's amazing how people like Brandon, no symptoms at all. My my One of my family members that I don't rarely see, she, the same thing, not one single symptom. And my brother and I, sick as a dog. I mean, she's sick. It's bad. It's just, a, for me, it was a just a terrible flu that came in waves. Mm-hmm. I'd be sitting there feeling okay. And then this wave of just sickness would hit me and I have to go to sleep for eight hours. Yeah. It was very, I felt very helpless in that time because there was nothing I could do. Mm-hmm. Nothing that I took would really make me feel better. Right. Cause there's nothing to take really. I was just 
chugging down vitamin C, emergency, and zinc, and elderberry, and mm -hmm. all that stuff, which I think helped. Right. It's supposed to help. Right. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was like, wow, let's just get through this. Yeah. And let's keep pushing. Yep. It was just very weird. I know. Very surreal. Very surreal. And again, thank you to those that were affected. And yes, did some people come out positive? Yes. And they, they embraced it. And, um, you know, part of me is just like, ugh. You know, it just, it's just like, oh, me. And I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, <laughs> there's not a lot of people I've told. So I'm telling you all the world right now. But um, people ask me, do you know where you got it? Mm -mm, I don't. I don't. Could have got it at the grocery store. My daughter could have gotten it going, you know, whatever. I don't know. And it doesn't matter. I'm not really worried about that. That, I don't care. I don't know because I'm bound to get it because I really haven't stopped my life. I have altered my life so much altered my life, but I haven't stopped my life. Um, and, um, you know, when, when the government shuts our restaurants down, I don't go to the restaurants. Guess what people? I don't, I don't do that. So anyway, um, you know, um, how did, okay. Another question is how did your doctor treat you and your family? Because I got it. I was diagnosed. Then they called back and said Kennedy was negative, but they were sending off her test found out she was positive after she got the extended test. So guess what? We, the rapid can be a false negative. So there's that, which is frightening. Um, so then Greg, I panicked. He was in Austin. He immediately quarantined, went to a family friend that we have. He tested him and it was the labs were so backed up in Austin and he didn't find out for two days, but he was positive as well. Um, Greg, has taken the H drug since July because he has a pacemaker and, a, and some heart conditions, healthy as a horse. And Greg has sailed through this. Now, is that a FDA approved to, uh, to prevent COVID? And no, it's not. It's not. But his doctor suggested, you know what, let's just try it. And the man sailed through COVID. He ate his way, smelled his way, and tasted every hamburger that he had delivered from Dutch's for two weeks. Okay. So he sailed through and I'm so proud of him. Kennedy has had the, the, the horrible cough, scared me to death. And I was the one and I'm like, I'm so healthy. I am such a healthy human. Um, but when they get, tell you to go home and rest, that doesn't mean get on your computer and do videos, okay, and film videos. That's not what it means. But um, I, I guess there's so many factors. I didn't rest, but it was like Paul said, it was waves of just like, oh, my gosh. But the first three days were horrible. But how did she address it? My doctor put us on a steroid pack immediately. And, of course, we did like Paul. We did the, the we were already taking the Z, the zinc, the D, the, the all of that stuff. We already, Greg was taking elderberry, everything. Um, but we were, we were pretty much packed. And then she gave us an immune boost. And we take that shot every two weeks. Hurts like a, I mean, it's, it, it bruises me desperately, but it, it bruises and, um, it hurts, but it does help with your immune system. And I do get that every week. She prescribed cough medicine with codeine. So I'm not one that sleeps. I don't sleep well, but I did get a little bit of sleep with, because obviously codeine helps you sleep. So that's how we attacked it. Right 
it, you know, it was just, it was 14 days quarantine, you know, before you go out again. And I had to wait because I just didn't feel well. My temperature never got over 100. I'm not a 100, over 100. My daughter stayed over 100, but I guess she, she goes a little hotter than me, but you know, it was just interesting. And, and, um, but we beat it and we had to stay away from family events. We had to stay away from people, um, from work. We did everything they said. We didn't leave our home. Um, it was just, it, but we survived. And, um, I guess I need the t-shirt. I survived COVID 2020 literally. Right. So, you know, I think I'm going to start calling this a shaking my head year because with the, um, the racial, what, what happened this year, uh, with Mr. Floyd and, what happened with COVID and our election, the crazy election, which my Lordy, just crazy. I'm going to call this my shake in my head year, my, you know, SMH, you know, like a surprise. Like I said, history is certainly a surprise for sure. Um, we make history that way. Um, you know, I sit back and I think about January and February and the excitement. You remember New Year's Eve and so exciting, a new decade. I mean, I think I'm finally old enough to really appreciate, oh, 2020, this is, you know, 2010, 2010, you know, I mean, 2010, now 2020, 10 years later, a new decade. How exciting. Um, all the hopes and dreams and the new things in planning. And again, I've had so many of you on here that were new entrepreneurs. And how crazy is it? You started your, your, your business in December of 2019, and then all how many times have we were heard the word, and then COVID hit so many times. But then I've watched you, and I've learned from you, the small businesses that have just thrived and recreated yourself and reinvented yourself. And Paul said that, hey, this is a time when you were sitting at home. What were you doing? You were going, hey, I, I'm going to do something different. Yeah, that's. I just knew that. I had to pivot and evolve and change everything that I was doing because I had time. I had time to really reinvent my thought process, right. which really helped me a lot kind of have clarity on, you know, if this ever happens, something like this, something like this ever happens, I'm okay. And I can move forward without all that fear. Right. I think fear really hurt a lot of people. I know. It was like fear. And then instead of, you know, along with the, uh, you know, the neighborhood shutdowns and the societal shutdown, I think our mental shutdown. Right. Oh, I because know. we were so scared about what was going on Yeah. and trying to just figure it out. And it's just like, we were overloaded with information. Do you remember the, um, um, we did it, it was you and I, um, you were in your, you were in your room and I was in my room doing the fear podcast and I then the anger, that. the anger, and then the fear went. And I did go back to that and listen to that. Um, the anger and the fear. And that was, I can't remember what month that was, but it was interesting because we were still, I think we were recording and I'm, and I was scared. I mean, I was scared of like, cause I don't even know what I'm talking about, you know? Right. And it was such a, such a realm of uncertainty, like you had said. And it was just like, I wasn't, necessarily scared for myself, just scared for what was next. You know, I wasn't, you know, I really never was scared of the virus until I kind of got it. And I was like, well, let's hope I'm not one of the 0.01%, you know, yeah. but it's just, I didn't know where society would go. I didn't know where people would go. I just, it was just a very interesting time. Still is. It still is. 
In December. Yeah. Thinking we were going to be out of this in April. I know, right? Crazy. So um, we have a family member that um, he's in his 90s and he's in the COVID unit and it doesn't look good. And we were talking about he has survived um, the depression. He has survived, survived wars, many wars and fought in these wars, but he cannot survive COVID. Is that just, that is frightening. I mean, that is, it's a shake your head moment at the greatest generation that, you know, it's just, it's amazing to me. I mean, that's just, you know, that God's going to take you if it's your time. Um, 2021, what does that look like for me? What does it look like for you? I wish you guys would tell me. Here's a thing, a few things that I'm going to do because I had a, a guest on yesterday um, that a physician and she said the words, challenge your mind. People need to challenge their minds. Do you get up in the morning and do the same thing every single day? The same routine. It is methodical. It is, I mean, and it, and it is, I'm, I'm not saying it's something that this, this is not what I'm, this is, this is my life. It's methodical. I have curveballs because I'm in a new industry I know so little about and it's growing every single day. So in 2021, I am going to challenge my mind more, even more than I did so this year. This, in 2019, I decided to challenge my mind. In July of 2019, I decided to play Mahjong. And man, I was checking my mind and I was just getting, I could just tell the difference in my sharpness and it was really challenging me. And then of course, what happened? COVID happened almost a year later and we haven't been able to play in months, months. I mean, because we just were for different reasons, obviously, but in 2021, I'm going to challenge my mind. I'm going to try to do more than just what I'm doing career-wise. I'm going to try to find something. But what are you doing to challenge your mind? Another thing we talked about with the doctor yesterday was, and we've talked about this many times, and if, if you've listened to me religiously, thank you. But if you've listened to all 52 podcasts now, people, God gave you one body. You better take care of it. And I'm going to continue to take care of my body. I'm going to look at the ways that I'm not succeeding 100% with my body. And I'm going to support my family and not telling them that's what they need to do. I'm talking about my immediate family. To do the same, I invite you to do the same. Because the doctor said, especially in your 40s, if you start taking care of yourself in your 40s, you're going to sail through menopause. Now that's a menopause and that's a middle and that's 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 a women for women. Can you imagine if you took your care of yourself when you were 20s in your 20s and you didn't do the crap you did in your 20s? You know, I had an eating disorder. I would go throw up food. If I didn't do that, I wouldn't have GERD right now. And I just look at that and go, Gosh, but that made me who I am. But I am going to invite you all, like me, to continue to take care of your body or to take better care of your body. And that means what goes in your mouth from how you drive to your environment. I'm going to grow my business. I'm going to find new and innovative ways to grow this business. I'm going to podcast and I'm 
trying to define this podcast. And after 52 episodes, I'm starting to get the feedback from you that, oh my goodness, you helped me. You helped me in the grocery store. I didn't know how to roast uh, a beef. I didn't know that you, that you, that you need to start in your forties to take care of yourself. I did not know that. I, I didn't know that a 21 year old was thinking that. I didn't know that you make the bed this way and the sheets should be folded this way. And I didn't know how you add fragrance safely to your laundry. I'm trying to help you. So I'm not a political show. I'm not, I I mean, I just try to help you. And we've gone over the gamut. I've had girlfriends in here. I've had guy friends, chefs. Um, I I just want to grow this business and be successful for you and myself, of course. I want to grow with my team and take the team that I have to a new level and have me trust and let go of some of the things that I can't let go of or haven't been able to because not letting go of tasks has can put you mentally in the wrong place. It can cre- create this this tired and this anger and this fear that's not necessary. You know, we've said, because Greg, my husband says, hire people smarter than yourselves, and that's what I did. Paul is, I am not smart at creating podcasts and producing. I am not smart at social media. I am not smart being a brand ambassador or a photographer. So hire people smarter than yourself and delegate and trust. And I know, I know, I've been there. Do you ever have that feeling of, you know what, I should have done it myself. (laughs) Because, you know, you're all, we're all so hard on ourselves, or some of us are not, and bless you. But let go and let people learn from you as well. Learn how to deal with surprises through that stop method is what I'm going to do. Um, I get a surprise every day. Dishwasher didn't work. Eesh. Good grief. My computer blacked out on me. Learn how to de- deal with surprises. Give grace and be better than normal. And talk about normal. Do y'all ever say, gosh, I can't wait for things to be normal again. What the hell is normal? What was normal? All I can say, and I'm rephrasing this, is I cannot wait till the better than ever normal. I can't wait. I just, like, let's do this, right? Expect discomfort and awkwardness. I'm going to expect that. Because when I tell people now, okay, I was positive, I have the antibodies, I tested negative, they step away from me. Some people step away from me. Guys, I'm fine. I'm going to be fine. Can I catch it again? I heard that I can. That's what my doctor said. I can catch it again with the antibodies. She assumes 99 to 100 days. But if I get it again, she thinks I won't have it again. But again, we think because, guys, we've only done this 10 months now. I just had to count 10 months. So we all really don't know. But don't be afraid of me, okay? I'm going to be okay. You're going to be okay. I want to choose courage over comfort, okay, instead of being so comfortable. I'm going to continue to give grace. Something I've learned how to do is to be a little more mature about decisions and not to take that rule of mine that sometimes goes out the door, that 24-hour rule or sleep on it overnight and breathe and give grace. And you know what? Sometimes when I 
am confronted with someone either through text or through email or a voice or a face-to-face and they're angry or they're scared and they lash out to give grace, like I said, but I don't know what's going on in their life. Hmm. Maybe think about that. Maybe they're not so happy because something's not going exactly right in their life. I am going to find new ways to connect with my husband because although we've been together an enormous amount, we are about to be married 10 years. I cannot believe I've been married, period, for 10 years. I wasn't a believer in marriage. But 10 years in June, I'll be married to Greg Blackman, the most fabulous man on the face of the earth. For 10 years, it's just unbelievable, but I've got to find a new way to connect as a couple because sometimes we lose that connection. And you know what? We're going to have to laugh. We're just going to have to start laughing a little bit more, a little bit more. So my so-called fabulous 52 weeks. Thank goodness. We're going to have our birthday, January 13th of 2021. One year. So excited. So many new things on the horizon. Um, it's been great every Tuesday coming to you. And, um, you know, the first one I introduced myself, we kind of, you know, dabbled around with girlfriends and friends. And, you know, I, I'm sorry, those of you that I have to come to you and go, will you be on my podcast? But those of you who have graciously said yes. And the ones that have reached out to me to be on here as well. The unbelievable conversation and incredible guests. I can't imagine Paul producing a pod, these podcasts, numerous clients, and what you learn from your clients. I mean, I can't even, what I've learned in 52 weeks, how to be a better person. I've learned how to handle fear and anger, like we've talked about. I've learned about these restaurants that are struggling with razor thin margins. I've learned how to get red wine out of my white pants. But I mean, Paul, how long have you been doing? But I mean, you've been in this industry forever, but podcast. Yeah, I've been in the industry of podcasts for a couple of years now. And I mean, it's just in a couple of years that I have been in this industry, I've learned so much Mm. just because you get to hear experts in whatever field talk about everything, Mm -hmm. things that I wouldn't even have thought about, you know, neuroscientists, never thought about that, never would have thought about how to choose the right cut of beef. I just go in there. I'm like, hey, that's kind of cheap. Let's get this one and let's hope for the best. Um, but it's amazing. And I think that if people will, yeah, I, I, it's just getting bigger and bigger every day. The podcast realm and the podcast world is just so big because, you know, it's a very intimate, educational or fun experience. And it's great. I know. I can't imagine. I mean, what I've learned from my guests, it's been unbelievable. My brain is full. My brain is challenged. And I'm going to learn from new generations. I'm going to learn from old generations. Um, My brain is happy, but my brain is not content. I always invite you to do what you want and to grow and everyone... Thank you so much for supporting my business, this podcast, everything. And I just invite you all to have a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, and Happy Holidays across the board, and keep being fabulous. 